4: Hello and welcome to Triviality, the game where lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. My name is Neil. I'm here with Jeff and Ken. How are you?
3: Feeling pretty good. How are you feeling, Neil?
4: I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, Ken is in a different uh, spot on the table. Is it th- so it's, Is it throwing you off? It is throwing me off because normally I just look straight and you're right there.
3: If you'd like, we can switch spots, but...
4: No, that's okay. I mean, I, we have some new equipment, it's exciting, and we're all in different spots. We're uh, we're wearing tank tops and shorts.
5: Hey, you tried to pipe in the music uh, live this time, huh?
4: Yeah, it was it was okay. I mean, I, I think, you know, us being drummers, I was able to kind of, you know, have one part of my brain doing something and the other part doing another thing, so right. it worked out. But uh, Matt was glaring at us uh, over in L.A. How are you doing today, Matt?
0: Oh, I'm doing great. Uh, under a lot of stress from work, uh, so much that I cannot possibly answer a trivia question today. So I am sitting out. All I'm, right, I'm too tired, too worn out.
4: That's okay. So hopefully we won't catch you, uh, you know, pulling some Z's over there. But we do have two very special guests uh, with us today to uh, make up for Matt. Uh, we're going to start first with our contestant. Uh, it is her birthday today, which is super exciting. Uh, so happy birthday to. Lydia D'Agostino from Massachusetts, how are you?
6: Thank you very much. Uh, I'm great, Do, doing well
4: in snowy Massachusetts today. And uh, is it uh, like a, a crazy blizzard? I know we've had just, you know, 12, 15 inches, just crazy amounts of snow. Are you able to get around?
6: Yeah, it wasn't too bad today. We've had, it, it's it been snowing like every other day for three weeks, I think. But uh, it's not a lot at once.
4: Oh, good. So it's not day after tomorrow levels yet.
6: No, not yet.
4: And uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
6: Uh, sure. So I am an infectious diseases pharmacist, so uh, I've definitely had an interesting year, to say the least. Um, and I've lived in Massachusetts my whole life.
4: And uh, thank you for the, the service that you're providing. We appreciate having you know smart people like you on, on the good good side of things. I
0: appreciate it. Have there been any new infectious diseases lately? I haven't kept up with the
5: news. <laughs> I was going to say, how
6: apropos. Yeah, exactly. Maybe just one.
4: (laughs) Well, hopefully, maybe universe for Lydia's birthday, maybe we just eradicate it. Why not? Just right away.
6: This is what I'm saying. That was my my one birthday wish. (laughs)
4: All right. Well, hopefully we'll make it come true. Um, Lydia is going to be playing today with Ken on a team, and I believe you said uh, it'll be birthday-related, Ken?
5: Yeah, we're going to be the birthday squad. All
4: right. The birthday squad, the uh, not-as-successful spinoff of Monster Squad, um, but still, still fun. Um, And our special guest host today uh, is coming to us from Kansas City. uh, And just one more in a great line of uh, counsel for our show. We have the largest legal team ever assembled for a podcast, and that is Brian (laughs) Israel. How are you, Brian?
7: What is up, Neil? I'm good. How are you, man?
4: I'm doing well. I I apologize. We're taking you away from The Bachelor, but I said before we started recording that uh, we are lucky that you are
7: giving us your rose. There's a joke somewhere in there. (laughs)
5: <laughs> pretty uh, pretty late in the season too, so he's really making a sacrifice for us.
7: Yeah, it's hometowns. Um, I left right after somebody was skydiving, and uh, Chris Harrison said it was going to be the most dramatic landing ever.
4: So,
1: <laughs> I'm
4: sure. Well, uh, we said you were a council, but uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
7: Yeah, so my name's Brian Israel. I I'm just giving you my whole name so you could Facebook stalk me. I am from Kansas City, have grown up here came back here pretty recently and I do some law.
4: All right so you are the uh the judge dread I maybe not the judge but you're you're up there with Sly.
7: I'm like a council dread. Okay. Of council.
4: That makes sense I I like it well we're super excited uh that you wrote a game for us today and just a big thank you to Lydia and Brian for being Patreon supporters Uh, means a lot Uh, this is our first episode we're recording on some new equipment that we're Uh, working out the kinks of right now and we're just super appreciative of everyone who supports the show Uh, and if you'd like to join brian and lydia you can go to patreon.com slash triviality podcast
7: neil can i just say watching you on this new equipment with the video reminds me of watching howard stern on e at like two in the morning
5: (laughs) (laughs) i was thinking he kind of looked like a dj
7: do i well I i think if
4: i was a dj it would be uh you know uh something like hey everybody welcome back
5: to 104.7 we're not doing this neil (laughs) you gotta control yourself with this new piece of equipment yeah i know speaking of djs r.i.p daft punk that's true
3: um the
5: the guys are still alive but the band is over
3: even still um in my journal i will have the same entry that teddy roosevelt had the day his wife and uh mother died and the light has gone out of my life so it's a daft punk
4: and that was the first time they ever took off their masks, correct?
5: <laughs> I think so. Okay. <laughs> their teeth were awful.
4: I'm sure they never they can never brush them. They just get to you know Windex the, the front of their masks. So. Uh, Well, thank you, Brian, for the compliment. Uh, We're super excited to play today. But before we do that, we have to throw it to the rules guy. So
3: let's see what he's doing today. The rules of the game are simple. 20 questions split into two rounds worth 10 points apiece. At halftime, there'll be a special swing round designed by this week's host. After regulation, players will enter the final round with the points that they've accumulated and will have a chance to wager 0 to 30 points on five categorized questions. At the end of the game,
7: someone will be named the cream of the crop. I am the cream. So you piped in radio noise just so you could do that DJ impression, but you don't have the rules guy recorded? Uh, not yet. No,
4: <laughs> we just opened this thing yesterday. So we'll... <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Deal>. <laughs> control yourself. <laughs> We'll, we'll get it going You're going to have to put it on the other side of the table I'm sorry Deal. you can't,
7: can't be in front of this
5: Alright, oh. well now that we have the rules uh, let's toss it back over to Brian get this uh, game rolling
7: Alright, so we're just going to go to question one On the hit show The League, Christopher Benjamin MacArthur is also known by what ridiculous name that shares the same initials CB Hint, Uncle Taco helped name him
3: oh i thought it was
5: taco
4: have you watched the show i i've I've actually never seen it
3: i've seen the whole thing little baby cb hold on let me think about it
4: all right because the only thing i've ever seen of this show was um i saw a clip on youtube of when they were talking about jay cutler and like his kid or something like little like cutlets maybe yeah the little cutlets yeah
6: this is actually my favorite show so i absolutely
5: know this answer all right so we're locking in with lydia's answer
4: Oh, now the pressure's on us jeff I don't All know right. I, I I can't help
3: you All so right. is it like a sports related thing or uh no I think it's like chalupa
4: chalupa boy
3: no I th- yeah I think it's like ch- ch- chalupa baby or whatever because that like taco chalupa oh oh I'm that's pretty a... sure I'm pretty sure that's right
4: okay I like that do you want to go chalupa boy
3: I think it's chalupa Baby. or chalupa baby I don't know
4: no that's better let's let's go chalupa baby officially okay. lock
3: all right, yes.
6: Ah, oh, that would be Chalupa Batman. Ah, oh. oh,
3: Chalupa Batman.
7: Yeah, the correct answer is Chalupa Batman. Damn. I almost took a spit take when you said Chalupa baby with so much conviction. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. It's factually correct. He was a Chalupa baby, so.
5: It's such a shame because my distaste for football slightly outweighs my love for all the cast of that show except for the 911 liar guy.
4: Oh, yes, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah.
7: Speaking of fast food products, it is a no-brainer that the number one fast food chain in the world is McDonald's. What is the second-ranked restaurant? And a bonus five points if you can name the third, but only if you get the second one right. Relevant information is accrued using a combination of public company financial filings, direct operator surveying, franchise disclosure documents, and proprietary valuation algorithms. Got it.
5: Okay, Lydia, we recently had something like this on an episode that we recorded, and it actually ranked the restaurants in order. And I'm not sure what the ranking was, but it was McDonald's, Starbucks, Chick-fil-A, and then Subway. So I think we should say Starbucks and then Chick-fil-A as the bonus. I
3: actually think the fourth one you're thinking of is Taco Bell. Oh, yeah, it was Taco Bell. But that's okay, (laughs) because the fourth one wasn't
5: involved in the question, so.
3: We also said number two is Starbucks, and number three is Chick-fil-A.
7: Starbucks and Chick-fil-A are both correct. I did not account for Jeff adding more information than was needed, but I should have guessed that was coming up. I don't know what number four is. <laughs> it is It is Taco Bell.
5: He was right. I was wrong as usual.
7: Well,
3: we we had guessed
7: Subway. I
5: guessed Subway, yeah. yeah. yeah.
4: And uh, we get some extra bonus points on that one?
7: That's right. Both of you guys get an f- extra five bonus points.
3: Okay. Taco Bell, my favorite yum brand. I
4: think Brian yeah, I is for dinner today. Brian is tricking us. I think this whole game is Taco Bell themed.
3: Uh, you know what? <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs>
7: <laughs> that is the end of the taco streak in this game. Number three, what lake is highest in altitude, lying 12,500 feet above sea level?
5: All right. Uh, do you have any idea on this one? I'm not so good at geography.
6: Uh, I was just about to say that geography is not my strong suit, so...
5: So we say... Oh, you know what? It could like be...
6: Titicaca, just because I like I was, the name.
5: That's what I was going to say, actually. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Lake Titicaca, I think we'll lock in with.
6: Let's
7: roll with it.
3: Yeah, I think the reason it's supposed to be famous is for this. We said Lake Titicaca.
7: It is Titicaca.
3: Now, how do you spell that?
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs> no,
7: I'm just kidding.
0: I think we're learning a lot about Brian tonight, and I appreciate it.
7: If you thought you've learned about me before, let's go to question number four. He's 13, n- 13 years old on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just wait. Also known, or number four, also known as olocranial skin, the weenus is a slang term for the skin on what part of the body?
3: We will lock in.
7: Yeah, um, Lydia, I think it's this on your
5: on your elbow.
3: I would agree. Yep, Ken touches my weenus every time we see each other. <laughs> well, you have to say socially distance, it's so that you don't touch hands. Exactly. That's that's we do like the elbow we bump. bump it's a yeah.
4: it's a weenus to weenus connection.
3: <laughs>
7: and uh we're saying the elbow. It is the skin on the loose skin on the elbow.
4: What's the name of the yeah, band that, that uh sings uh I'm just a teenage Weedus. Weenus, Okay, I couldn't remember. <laughs> that's sort of made me think of
5: oh teenage dirtbag. Well, you don't have teenage dirtbag on the soundboard, Neil?
4: <laughs> I should. I actually have the uh, the engine of an rock though, but that's not going to help us at all.
7: All right, moving on. Question number five. Within ten, how many complete games did Cy Young pitch? um
3: i'm neil i'm fine with that
4: okay i mean we know he's the best or regarded as one of the best pitchers of all time because of the the trophy named after him or the uh the feet but are you okay with this number sure okay we are locked in
5: all right so are you a baseball fan oh nope <laughs> okay so i think baseball has over 100 games a season maybe like 120 or so but i'm not sure the exact number um and i he's an older pitcher and i know they used to just like throw guys out for full games now they trade their pitchers out so i assume he was mostly pitching full games so let's say 15 year career so that's a little low actually but let's say um 1500
4: okay um so he's going with 1500 right Uh, We thought maybe it was a trick And even though Cy Young was great We said that he never actually did Pitch a complete game, so we went zero Uh,
7: Somewhere between Zero and 1500 (laughs) Is The exact middle 749 Ooh! Wow, we were so close So close
4: uh, well, speaking of close, uh, the scores are very close right now. After five questions, it looks like team, uh, what did we say? It was snow slippers. I don't think you actually said, did we not? Our team name is snow slippers over here. Cause Jeff wears his <laughs> slippers in the snow. This is insane. <laughs> uh, and they just soaked when he gets in here. I which...
5: strongly disagree with his practice.
4: I agree. Uh, and, uh, Lydia and Ken, uh, our birthday squad, as we mentioned, and they have 45. So we're only 10 behind Jeff. We still have some time.
5: You got so distracted by your soundboard, you forgot to uh, you forgot to say your team name.
4: I know. It's I'm just too. There's lights. They're colorful. There's things moving on here. It's like you know. It's hard. It looks like.
5: Re- did you remember to hit record?
4: Is that the oh the button should be red, shouldn't it? Are you serious?
5: No. No. <laughs> oh, no. No.
0: This is a mistake. We're sending it back. Everyone should cancel <laughs> so the rights
7: to use
5: these sound bites. These are all, yeah, they're royalty-free.
7: Yeah, they're free, yeah. Royalty yeah. Free, yeah. Yeah, okay. okay. All right. I I think I'm supposed to keep asking questions, or yep. you're supposed to play some sort of soundbite. It's your turn.
4: <laughs> yeah. De- definitely your turn. Yeah. We'll we'll approach the bench later. <laughs> I just
5: wanna right. I just wanna reassure our listeners. This is not gonna be a nope. normal normal uh every episode occurrence with these sound buttons
3: these shenanigans this is one game only yes if i was on the
4: board full time not actually being on the show then i could actually figure out what i'm pressing what button i'm (laughs) pressing but i there's no reason to do it you know
7: all right number six obligatory law question how many amendments are there to the u.s constitution
5: the amendments are the my my weakest point i think are you guys in
3: Uh, i thought behind the knee was <laughs> yeah.
4: We're we're going to lock in over here.
5: All right. Let's say I feel like it's somewhere in the 30 20. 32 29 Sure. 29.
4: All right, Jeff, uh you were the one singing some sort of schoolhouse rock song over here. So what what's your uh, guess? Uh
3: we said 27.
7: The answer is 27. Mm, good job, boys.
3: Nice job, Jeff.
7: Question number seven. In what year did Jeanette Rinkin become the first female member of Congress? I'll give you a four. Four Four-year range.
3: All right. Um, I'm pretty sure that it's earlier than Neil thinks it is, but he let me defer, so we're going to lock it in. Yeah,
5: like they said, I think it's way earlier than one would think or one would assume. Uh, do you have any idea before I put any ill thoughts in your head?
6: <laughs> um, I mean, not not any idea that's based in any sort of knowledge. Okay. <laughs> I was just gonna I was gonna say like maybe like nineteen twenty two or something.
5: I, I like that number. That's about where I was thinking. So we'll
3: say nineteen twenty two with a four year range. We said nineteen twenty four.
7: Wow! So four years before women could vote. The year was 1916. Uh, I
3: couldn't remember if it <laughs> was
7: before out- or after. Outside. By a few years, yeah. Question number eight. What TV show has a theme song with a line that goes, I can't do this all on my own? No, I know. I'm no Superman.
6: We are locked in. I, I know this one as well.
7: Yeah.
5: Uh, I've been binge watch Scrubs in my day a couple times. <laughs> So you agree with Scrubs? I do agree. Yeah, that was the full theme song, I believe.
3: Yep. Uh, we said this is the Donald Faison classic. Scrubs. <laughs> the correct answer is Scrubs.
0: Zach Braff erasure. I won't stand
4: for it.
3: I think he did it to his own career. How dare you? He's a director. Wow. Right, Neil? He's a director.
4: He is a director. Yeah, that is, is correct. Just... He only makes films, though, that are the uh, the nickname of states, though. That's his claim to fame.
7: And they're depressing. Isn't he? Isn't he basically like the Spielberg of our time, Neil?
4: He is the Spielberg of our time. If <laughs> if there was, if there was a way to make uh you know an independent movie uh that's very introspective, a lot of pop music, um you Zach, know.
5: Zach Braff did to indie music what Steven Spielberg did to talking over one another.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I I'd agree. I agree with that assessment. Like yeah.
5: Shooting through windows. <laughs> yeah. And hiring John Williams. On there?
4: No. I was going to say a lot of shins yeah. get,
5: You got shins on the uh, On the board, Neil?
4: Uh, no shins, unfortunately, because the board the would, uh, would change your life, Neil It'll explode from depressiveness so. I'm going
5: gonna, I'm gonna to put my earbuds in, inside your ears And force <laughs> you to listen to the shins
4: You're like Joseph Gordon-Levitt in uh, 500 Days of Summer, just forcing people to listen to your Depressing music
0: <laughs> That's what you got out of that movie? Okay <laughs> He's the He's the bad guy <laughs>
7: Uh, this que- next question makes me sad. Question number nine. Patrick Mahomes has a ton of records, including a tie for the most yards lost in a QB sack. How big was that sack?
0: He just kept running backwards.
4: That's a bad strategy.
7: And that is within two, you get within two yards. I'm cool that. with that.
4: I think I have a decent idea. I'm pretty sure this happened during the Super Bowl, not to give anything away, but we're going to lock in with an answer.
6: It's okay. I
5: didn't watch it, so. <laughs> Lydia, did you watch it? I did watch it, but i I don't remember seeing this, so I you apparently remember, wasn't paying uh,
6: very close attention.
5: An abnormally large sack. Yeah,
3: I mean, <laughs> I, I think. See like, a doctor. No, I saw Tom Brady. <laughs>
5: <laughs> um, I think uh, like thirty five yards would be pretty. That would be pretty extreme. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. 30? Like 30, 32 or thir- something like that. 30,
6: yeah, I'm good all with right, that. We'll
5: go 30. Uh,
4: I was actually in the same ballpark as Lydia, we locked in with 32.
7: While not the Super Bowl, points all around 30 yards. All right,
4: do, do all you happen right. to know what that was? Just like a, re- a random regular season game,
7: yeah. Um, I vaguely remember it was like three games before the Super Bowl because I wrote this this quiz early and I still thought that we would win the Super Bowl and then um, this is just a sad sad reminder of everything I lost
4: well speaking of I'm no Superman I mean he really is a Superman but if you don't have a line to block you you're basically immortal good one Neil question <laughs> 10
5: <laughs> Matt's still waking up in a cold sweats uh, screaming Trubisky
4: yeah right <laughs>
7: Sure, Missy couldn't run 30 yards back. Number 10. Accounting for approximately 5% of every 100 words used, or for those of you who do math, 5 of every 100, what is the most commonly used word in the English language?
4: I'm just going to defer to Jeff over here. We had very similar answers on our page. So whatever you think, Jeff, I am completely fine with.
6: Okay. Um, So the two that popped into my mind were either of or the...
5: So I didn't have those. I had I, <laughs> is, and like between your two, I like is or the.
6: Okay. I mean, I know like the most commonly used letter is E, but so that sort of pulls me towards the, but. Okay. We could go with the. Uh,
3: and we locked in with I. And the does have it.
7: <laughs> Woo. <Hooray>. Great. <laughs> I'm, I'm rereading my question right now, and I'm seeing that there are 20 words in it. And of those 20 words, two of them are the. Mm.
3: It's actually twice as likely in that sentence than the English language.
4: Well, after 10 questions in the first round, uh, we are still losing over here at Snow Slippers. We have 65 points and Team Birthday Squad with 75. Uh, Brian, what do you have in store for us today uh, for the swing round?
7: The name of the game is Five Deep. I will list the cast member of a show that has either won or been nominated for an Emmy for Best Drama or Best Comedy. That cast member will be the fifth listed according to IMDb. You name the show for five points and the character name for five points. So, for example, if I say Jesse Tyler Ferguson, you would get five points for saying Modern Family and five points for saying Mitchell okay. or Mitchell Pritchett.
5: All right. Makes Sounds sense. Doable. A lot of points up for grabs here.
7: Yeah. Number one, Carl Weathers. Number two, Janelle Maloney. Number three, RJ Mitty. Number four, C.S. Lee. Number five, Alicia Cuthbert. Number six, Manny Jacinto. Last name is spelled J A C I N T O. Number seven, Timothy Simons. Number eight, Kunal Nayar. Spelled K-U-N-A-L-N-A-Y-Y-A-R Number 9 Amanda Crew And number 10 Peter Boyle Alright we will think about these answers And we'll be right
5: back And we are back with a couple of answers. I know the, the other team fared a little bit better on this. We had a tough time, but let's uh let's get the questions one more time and see how it how it turns out.
7: All right. Let's start with Carl Weathers. Snow slippers, what you got?
4: yeah for carl weathers um we knew he was on the mandalorian uh so that was our answer for that but i don't watch the show and jeff saw it but he he couldn't remember what his character name is so yeah
3: i know he wears the boba fett armor but he's not boba fett and I, i it's killing me yeah
4: so we just locked in with mandalorian
3: why didn't i think of mandalorian
5: i said arrested development as himself
7: Yeah, so the correct answer is he plays Grief Karga on The Mandalorian.
5: I've got some Grief right now. That's his (laughs) name.
7: All right, number two, birthday squad. What do you have for Janelle Maloney?
3: Don't know who that is, so we said MASH. uh, One of Neil and my favorite shows, we said Donna from the West Wing.
7: It is Donna Donna Moss from the West Wing. Number three, R.J. Mitty. Who you got?
4: We uh, we knew that was from Breaking Bad, and we weren't sure if you wanted uh, his birth name or his adopted name, so we went. We gave you both. We said Walt Junior. or Flynn.
5: Yeah, R.J. Mitty, famous for playing uh, Norm from Cheers.
7: <laughs> um, somebody's got points, and that would be Ken and No, that is definitely. <laughs> Walter White Jr. from Breaking Bad.
0: Known for always eating pancakes in the background, I believe.
5: (laughs) (laughs)
7: Number four, C.S. Lee.
5: Uh, This name was driving me crazy, but I couldn't
3: come up with it. Um, And I just guessed Law & Order. um, No, he is the very creepy tech Vince Masuka on Dexter. That's right. A show that had one good See? season and a promising second I, and then fell apart. I said no, I pictured no, him no,
0: as no. like a, a crime scene investigation amazing. thing. Trinity Killer,
3: you're wrong there, it's Jeff. Fi-
0: it's fine.
3: Uh, it's fine. It's just because it's John Lithgow. Get over yourself.
7: Yeah, the correct answer is Vince Masuka Dexter. Number five, and I'm very excited about this, Alicia Cuthbert. So
3: it's 18-year-old me.
7: <laughs> so,
5: so uh we think she's on 24 and uh we think she's the daughter of jack bauer so we you, using jeopardy rules we said bauer
4: <laughs> well if, if if it was me playing a uh, host in the game i would i'd give you points just because because uh, you know, we're
7: getting pity points. annihilated
4: <laughs> yeah um but no yeah we we locked in with uh 24 and she would be uh his daughter kim
7: yeah, and the reason I am excited about this is that Ken and Lydia get some points in this round.
2: Mm-hmm.
7: It 10, is ten Kim points. Bauer
5: ten points from twenty-four. Yes,
3: Jeopardy rules. Ten points.
7: Number six, Manny Jacinto.
3: Uh well, I got to tell you one thing, Blake Bortles rules, uh, because this is a uh, um, Jason Mendoza uh, from the Good Place.
5: Yeah, we had this one. I will enjoy uh, Manny Giaquinto reacting to his thirst trap uh, <laughs> tweets. really funny. And uh, it's The Good Place and he plays Jason.
7: Fellas, we're all in The Good Place because the correct answer is Jason Mendoza of The Good Place. Number seven, Timothy Simons.
5: I think I'm in the bad place right now. Um, we just guessed West Wing on this one.
4: Uh, It's kind of funny, actually, that you guessed West Wing, because uh, the show he's on deals with uh, a little bit of the West Wing, but more so where the vice president lives, because we said it was Veep, and he plays uh, perpetual punching bag Jonah. Don't worry, Veep's coming.
7: (laughs) Coincidentally, he is the liaison of West Wing, Jonah Ryan from Veep. Number eight, Kunal Nayar. We said Veep
3: i um, pretty sure this is Rajesh Kuthrapali
7: from The Big Bang Theory. It is Rajesh Kuthrapali, Big Bang Theory. That won an Emmy. That's a shame. <laughs> it got nominated like so many times. So, uh, <laughs> number, number nine, Amanda Crew. Uh,
5: don't know this person, but we guessed Orange is the New Black.
4: And we knew this was Silicon Valley. Um, and uh, Jeff, what was the character name?
5: Monica
7: Hall. The correct answer is Monica Hall of Silicon Valley. And the final question for this category, Peter Boyle.
5: This one we
3: knew. It's uh, Everybody Loves Raymond, and he played Frank. For this, we think uh, it's Frank uh, Barone of Everyone Loves Raymond.
7: And the correct answer is Frank Barone of Everybody Loves Raymond.
4: After the swing round, it looks like Team Birthday Squad has 105 points, and taking the lead is Snow Slippers with 160. Close game. <laughs> <laughs> it, it all
5: you might know, change. Said, this is the first time you didn't round. say close game.
0: It
4: is, you're
5: right.
0: Usually we say, oh, that was quite the swing round, but really the points changed by 10 points. That one that one did some damage for you. That was... Yeah. Yeah, was a swing round.
5: Yeah,
7: that was a slaughtering. <laughs> All right, let's turn around and part number two. Okay, question number one, round number two. Everybody recalls the David Jackson wardrobe malfunction in 2004. What two teams played in that game? I have a guess, Jeff. I will let you go with it. Okay.
5: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave this, this one to you, Lydia. So whatever you want to say, I was just going to say the Atlanta Falcons and the Denver Broncos. So
3: <laughs> at
6: least that's okay. a legal Super Bowl. Yeah um could be maybe the patriots and the titans okay
5: good a guess as any
4: you saying patriots now actually does kind of make me think it was possible it was the patriots but for some reason i had kurt warner uh in my mind and i know they went twice with the rams uh one one year they won one they didn't And I believe this might have been the year they didn't win. So I went the Rams (laughs) and Pittsburgh. None of that is correct.
7: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was actually the Dolphins and the Texans. No, it was the Carolina Panthers and the Patriots. Oh, Ah,
0: Panthers. And the Patriots and Titans cannot play in the Super Bowl if they're at the same conference. Yep. We're not allowed to say Super Bowl. Technically, it's trademarked. So yeah, you're going
5: to get sued for this whole section. We can, as long as it's in the content of a question. There you but go. But we can't discuss it. As far as <laughs> the, the
0: Panthers,
4: game. Matt, was that uh, that wasn't Cam Newton though? Was that like Chad Henny or something? No, Cam Newton no. was
5: like
0: still in college. Not even. Yeah, no, Cam Newton was like seven. That was, uh, <laughs> that
4: was Jake Jake Delone. Oh, that's right, Jake Delone, Yeah.
5: Jeff, I got a question for you though. So the Patriots are often abbreviated as the Pats. How do you abbreviate the Titans? <laughs>
7: <laughs> yeah. Question number two. Who was the highest earning comedian of 2019, the last year for which I could find data?
4: Okay. I think we have a good uh, direction here on this one. We're going to lock in.
5: So what about Seinfeld? He might just be like living off the residuals, you know? Oh, that's he, might, he might still be raking it in. Plus he's got... Or
6: actually, uh, is it Dave Chappelle?
5: It could be, it could be, and he's, he's, he was very active last year too, So or two years ago. I like, yeah, I like Dave Chappelle, that's a good answer. Okay. All right,
7: we'll, we'll go with that.
4: Yep, uh, we thought it was someone who uh, possibly toured a lot, uh, big arena shows, and uh, we went with Kevin Hart.
7: There are points on this question, the answer is Kevin Hart. Ah, uh, darn. Yeah, he would like to <laughs> sell out
3: huge arenas. That's yeah. true.
0: I looked Just it up helps. and number number 2 is Seinfeld. So you guys,
7: that was uh wow. That's crazy. Yeah. We we're getting there. Question number 3. Uh the longest reigning number 1 single in top 40 history is Despacito. Within 2 weeks, how many weeks was it number 1?
4: I'm fine to go with your answer, Jeff.
6: I was thinking it would maybe be like in the 18 to like 22 type range, but I am that could be way low. I'm not sure.
5: I agree with that. I would go on the high end of that. So let's say 22. Okay.
6: Sounds good.
3: Um, I had the number 17 stuck in my head for some reason. So we went 17. The answer that I have
7: is 11.
3: Okay.
4: It's <laughs> hmm. way off. Yeah. Still a long time though.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Dang. I think it passed um, One Sweet Day, right? Was that before? I think the boys to Men and Mariah Carey song. I don't know. No one knows. Okay, moving
7: on. <laughs> Number four, only one person has ever been both a U.S. Chief Justice and a President.
3: Who? That is uh, that is shockingly exactly what I thought.
4: All right, and I got it from a movie, so we're going to lock in.
5: Yeah, my uh, suspicions were confirmed when uh, Neil... Are <laughs> 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 not confirmed, but... Um... I think he was president and then chief justice, perhaps um, John Quincy Adams. Does that sound right?
6: Uh, I'm fine with that.
5: Yeah. I'm not positive on that, but uh, I'm more more thinking that since Neil was confident, so
3: is this Amistad, Neil?
4: This is Amistad, where Anthony Hopkins had some great breath work, where he was doing a monologue and he go ha, ha, when he's talking to be very <laughs> dramatic. So yeah, we, we locked in with John Quincy Adams.
7: You guys are making me nervous that I have the wrong answers down. I have William Howard Taft. Oh. Like, yeah.
5: No, I think that's right.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah.
5: I think you're right, Brian. I think we're wrong. He was a prosecutor, a defendant, you know. Oh, that's lawyer. true.
4: He No, you're right. He wasn't. He was talking to the Supreme Court in yeah. Amistad. Oh, but either man.
5: way, either way, I wasn't going to get to Taft.
4: No, I didn't, re- I didn't even know Taft was a justice.
5: That's the educational portion of your show, guys.
3: Every now and again we do say something educational pretty much every time we get something wrong it's educational for some of us yeah not me clearly
6: (laughs) i'm learning a ton
7: (laughs) i refuse to learn anything else question number five speaking of taft here's a tafty question saltwater taffy what city was it first popularized in I
4: wrote down one guess, but it is one, not a city, and two, I believe uh, exists in a city that's too big for this to be true, so we're going to lock in with a random guess.
5: Sounds like you ran into a lot of problems there. We did. All right. Well, all I know about saltwater taffy is I used to get it when I visited Florida. Uh, That doesn't mean it comes from Florida by any means, but uh, that would be my only lead.
6: That is more than I know about saltwater taffy.
5: (laughs) All right. Let's say... uh, Miami
4: Sure uh, I remember the Will Smith lyrics about him talking about taffy <laughs> in Miami um, So initially for some yeah, reason Isn't it
3: party on the city where the heat is on I'm lying on the beach eating saltwater taffy till the break of dawn <laughs> Welcome to Miami no, Taffy sticks to my gums <laughs> Okay <laughs> So I
4: wrote down initially Coney Island, which I know is not a city, but I, for some reason, I thought Taffy was huge uh, on the boardwalk, but I knew that that couldn't be the right answer. So we just kind of picked a random city and said Pittsburgh.
7: Neil, you said Coney Island? Yes. No,
5: you said Pittsburgh. Well, no, I mean, I locked in with
7: Pittsburgh. Well, right, right, right. But earlier you said Coney Island. What city is Coney Island in? New York. New York City. New York City. Well, not quite where I was going, but the correct answer is Atlantic City.
4: Oh, that I was thinking of Atlantic City, not Coney Island. Okay, the boardwalk. The boardwalk. Yeah. Sorry, Jeff.
7: It's okay. Uh,
4: Well, not a lot of points in that first five uh, of the second round. It looks like uh, Snowy Slippers picked up ten. We're at one seventy, and the Birthday Squad is still at one hundred five. And just a quick note on the question about uh, Despacito, which I believe was number three of this round. Um, There is a little bit of uh, discrepancy if it is the Billboard Hot 100 or the Top 40. So um, there's a little leeway there between that and uh, Lil Nas X's Old Town Road. So I just wanted to uh, make a note there.
7: Yeah, but scores remain the same. Yes. Thanks for that, guys. We're going to move on to question number six. Many hotels of the Las Vegas Strip are actually in the neighboring town that houses McCarran International Airport. With what apt name?
3: Reluctant. So, I
7: know there's something
5: about um, Las Vegas actually actually being in a city called, like, Paradise, I think it is. So, would it be Paradise?
6: Um, sh- sure. <laughs> I've been to Las Vegas once, so I, I went to that airport, but I do not remember where it was. Okay.
3: Ken, I am so damn proud of you. Um, mostly because I kept telling you guys this, and you kept telling me to shut up when we were in Vegas. Which, fair enough. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's actually unincorporated. Um, the city would like it back, but the county likes the tax revenue. So that never went back to the city of Vegas, but, uh, yeah, paradise, Nevada.
7: Correct answer is paradise. And on that note, we'll go to question number seven. Flag day is only observed as a legal state holiday in one state. Which state is it?
3: I was hoping he would ask when it is because it's June 14th.
4: Oh, wow. <laughs> but I'm not sure if I'm impressed or confused or disappointed but roused or maybe i mean if, <laughs> if you like flags you like flags i don't know
5: all right any ideas lydia otherwise, i
6: am not amazing with flags
5: otherwise mm-hmm. i will also <laughs> As it be turns guessing out,
6: <laughs> i'm pretty sure it's not massachusetts <laughs>
5: okay
3: let's pick mississippi
6: i think that sounds great
3: and uh we thought maybe they are trying to get their tourism up. We said North Dakota.
7: The correct answer is actually Pennsylvania. Question eight. What organization kidnapped Patty Hearst? I, I know this one, actually. So
5: you can lock in if you'd like. Sounds
6: good to me.
4: We weren't too sure on this question, but we said maybe it was a trick, and we went with the FBI.
5: Uh it is a three-letter organization, and it's they started as the Irish Republican Army, and then they moved into helping people out with their retirement. It is IRA. I have the Symbianese Liberation Army. I think you're, you're right, actually.
4: Ooh, motion to approach the bench and uh, scold Ken, please.
5: No, you're right. Motion you're right. granted.
3: <laughs> you're 100% right, sir. It's just because you've been reading all these Lincoln lawyer things, isn't it?
4: Oh, I'm all up on the the lawyer lingo now. Yeah, I love it.
3: (laughs) Objection.
5: Sustained. (laughs) Overruled. I just wanted to make my IRA uh, retirement fund joke. (laughs) Classic. Kills
7: every time. (laughs) Worth it to get the answer wrong. (laughs) Question number nine. What is the hottest planet in our solar system?
3: We can lock in.
5: All right. So you'd think it would be Mercury, because it's closest to the sun, but um kind of depends on the atmosphere, too. I think mm-hmm. Venus is, like, incredibly inhospitable, so I would go between those two.
6: Yeah, I was saying, I think uh, I, I, think Venus. Um, I was going to say Venus or Jupiter, because like, those are the gassy ones, right?
5: Mm, Jupiter is, but Venus is uh, Terran.
3: Oh, maybe I actually might oh, be a gas okay.
5: giant. But I, I think Venus is a good
6: guess. <laughs> Yeah, I'm
3: good okay with that. Yeah, um, we believe it's the result of a runaway greenhouse type effect. It's Venus. Yeah,
7: despite not being closest to the sun, it is Venus.
4: Maybe that that's why all the lyrics for Bananarama make sense now. I'm your Venus, I'm your fire.
7: On, on fire is actually the original.
4: Mm, okay.
5: <laughs> is that why it's so
3: hot in the studio? The, for the ladies shaver. <laughs> Is that
5: why it's so hot in the studio as well? Runaway greenhouse effect? That's right.
3: yeah. I actually think there's like um ice on Mercury on like the because it's tidally mm. locked, so on the dark side, there's actually ice
7: interesting. yeah. And finally, question number ten Only two US states produce coffee. What are they?
5: Okay, so these guys locked in on one really quick and they had trouble coming up with the second one. I'm in the same boat. Okay. So I think one is definitely Hawaii. Okay. And then the second one, I guess the most similar climate would probably be Florida, but I don't feel comfortable with that at all.
6: Yeah, I was only thinking of places that like have popular coffee chains, but I don't think that that's the right line of thinking.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe
5: they could greenhouse it in uh, in Seattle.
3: knows we're in massachusetts we don't discriminate here no no
5: (laughs) i would say california or florida i guess i don't i don't know any coffee production in either of those states though yeah uh, yeah that's fine we'll go hawaii and florida
3: and yeah we we're pretty sure kona coffee that would be hawaii Mm -hmm. good stuff and um we had to guess something similar for climate we said florida
7: so close guys hawaii and california
5: Mm. Mm. those 50 50 toss-ups if i if i won half of them i'd be a good trivia player
0: that's why i moved here growing my own
2: coffee
3: (laughs) that's that's what you're growing i was gonna say it was coffee in air quotes when you (laughs) were telling us last time
4: (laughs)
6: Uh,
0: it's legal to grow coffee
4: here is what i meant (laughs) After regulation, it looks like Team Birthday Squad is going into the final round with 125 points. And over here at Snow Slippers, we have 190 points to work with. Uh, Right before we get to those categories, just want to say if you'd like to join... Brian and Lydia uh, on Patreon, helping support the show, uh, having us upgrade equipment and uh, continually uh, get better each week. Uh, You can join them at patreon.com slash trivialitypodcast where you can get access to hours and hours of extra bonus content, posters, stickers, boxes, and much, much more. Um, We really appreciate all of the support we've had so far the past four years, and now we're on our road to 500 patrons. So if you'd like to join them, you can go to patreon.com slash trivialitypodcast.
7: All right category one is going to be in literature number two will be in oscars number three will be in film number four will be in music number five is poop
4: coop like c-o-o-p
7: no like p-o-o-p
4: oh poop i'm sorry (laughs) i thought you said coop like a nickname for like a catcher or something i don't know (laughs) What? All the wagers are now locked in. Let's hear those questions, Brian.
7: Question number one, literature. What is the best-selling novel of all time? Question number two, the Oscars. John Goodman was in back-to-back best pictures. Name them. Number three, film. What film was the first U.S. film to feature a toilet flushing? Number four, music. Who sings the nineteen fifty-eight hit song Tequila? If you would like, I could read you all of the lyrics. And <laughs> number five poop. Within ten percent, how many pounds of poop does the average person yield in a year?
4: Uh, uh, that's a big pound
2: of <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right,
5: right. with that, we will uh, consider our answers and we'll be right back.
0: Welcome to From Beneath the Hollywood Sign. If you love old movies, Hollywood history, or the golden age of filmmaking, you've come to the right place. This is the podcast that talks about amazing stories of Tinseltown from another era and fascinating conversations with writer-producer Steve Kubine and actress-writer Nan McNamara. One particular argument, he ended up dislocating Ava's jaw... Ava, she was such a tough cookie. Rather than cry or scream or anything like that she
2: Or call the police Or call the police, (laughs) like she should have,
0: exactly What does she do? She takes an ashtray and she knocks him over the head and knocks him unconscious. That's how she fought back. She didn't know what to do, so she called Louis B. Mayer. I think I've killed Howard Hughes. What do I do? Revisit a time when the pictures were still big and everyone was ready for their close-up When you want Tyrone Power instead of Tom Hardy, Jennifer Jones instead of Jennifer Lawrence, or Robert Mitchum rather Than Robert Pattinson, and from beneath the Hollywood sign is the gin joint for you.
1: Wanna learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. On our show, we help listeners like you make the most of your finances. shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. And you'll walk away with the confidence you need to ensure that your money is always working as hard as you are. So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.
5: And all the answers are now locked in. Let's get the questions one more time and see if we can make a huge comeback (laughs) on <laughs> the snow slippers or whatever,
4: <laughs> snow dog starring Cuba Gooding Jr.
7: All right, question number one What is the best selling novel of all time? Yeah, we
5: um deliberated over this one for a long time. Uh, we wagered 20 points and eventually we settled on Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone or Philosopher's Stone, if you will. We had I a won-
4: We had a very similar conversation. Uh, It was probably the longest deliberation we had. Uh, We were actually between uh, the final book in the Harry Potter series. I believe it's The Deathly Hallows. We weren't sure if it was that, but we we had a a good feeling, a gut feeling, that it was possibly The Da Vinci Code, regardless of what your opinion of it is. So we went The Da Vinci Code
7: by Dan Brown.
5: Now I'm thinking I might want to be tied up, and it might be Fifty Shades of Grey, but it's too
7: late. So I was listening to deliberations on this, and it led to me having to double check my answers and the answer i have is don quixote
4: okay oh that is right now that you say it out loud yep because it's been like printed a million times throughout however long it's been out
3: like 500 years yeah ish
4: that's right because i think it's first and then the Bible's second even though it's not a novel but i think that's how it goes or something okay
7: Question number two. John Goodman was in back-to-back best pictures. Name them.
5: Uh, We wagered 30 points on this one. Uh, Lydia, you want to get us started? Because this was a team effort, for sure.
1: Sure,
6: yeah. So the one that I knew he was in was Argo.
5: Yep, and that led me to thinking about um, other best picture winners around that time, and uh, the artist came to mind. Two of the greatest best pictures of all time.
3: We also wagered 30 points on this one. And we also said Argo and The Artist.
7: That is correct. (laughs) And just a little bonus fact. um, I believe John Goodman was even in some nominated films on the edges of those years as well.
5: Mm -hmm. And I was just um, thinking about uh, Michael Stahlberg in, uh, Mm -hmm. or Stahlbard, how do you say his name?
4: Stahlberg, I guess, yeah.
5: Yeah, in three Best Picture nominees that one year.
4: Oh, yeah, Call Me My Name and...
3: Shape of Water.
4: He's in a lot of, good, lot of great movies. Good character actor, for yeah. sure.
3: Yeah. Um, also, and The Post. The Post, yes. I was going to say, also, they very nominated Doctor Strange. That <laughs> <laughs> is totally great. Oh, he is in it. Yeah, Yeah, yeah he know. is.
7: Question number three. What film was the first U.S. film to feature a toilet flushing?
5: Uh, This is Trivia Fodder, and we're pretty sure it
7: is Psycho for 30 points.
4: We went 30 points again, and uh, yeah, one of my favorite trivia facts, we went with Psycho.
7: And the answer is Psycho. Question number four. Who sings the 1958 hit song Tequila?
6: Uh, So I am not super confident about this, but I think that I remember hearing that this is by The Waves.
3: And that's for 20 points. Alright, so we wagered 30 on this one um, I had to channel uh, the back album cover of my original Jock Jams but uh, I think we were able Tequila to Tequila and Jock
7: Jams? It is, the first one uh, Volume 1, baby
3: uh, I believe this is The Champs
7: Jav, I'm going to be honest with you I came into this game not loving you but knowing <laughs> that you listen to Jock Jams <laughs> <laughs> It just brings joy to my heart and the answer is The Champs I'm I'm glad I have
3: a, a maybe a convert. This is this.
4: Didn't it start with like the sort of like the Bulls type um, you know tones? Then it was like the cheerleading song. I was like, be aggressive,
7: be, yeah, be aggressive, some, right? Yeah. Neil, I believe that was actually Jack James Volume Two. Oh, okay. were...
4: <laughs> Whichever one that I played in my Kaboom box on the courts,
7: <laughs> I couldn't remember.
3: No, yeah, this one had like we are the champions and uh, a couple other bops on there. So. All right. It all comes down to this. Sh- Question.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Question number five, category poop, within ten percent. How many pounds of poop does the average person yield in one year? Like I say, yield
5: like it's a product. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we wagered twenty points on this. Uh, me and Lydia had a little bit of an argument about production, <laughs> but. Uh... <laughs>
3: Uh, We settled on 200 pounds. Oh, 200 widgets, I see.
4: (laughs) 200 pounds. Uh, Maybe
3: I'm really full of s*** because uh, for 30 points, we said 500 pounds.
4: Oh, my God.
7: Sadly, no points on this question. With a range of 288 to 352 pounds, the Mm -hmm. average human yields 320 pounds of fecal matter per annual cycle. Oh, just under a pound a day.
4: My my math was actually right. we were I, I wasn't confident enough, but I said you know take a pound a day for three hundred and sixty five days minus about ten percent if you're not regular, and it was correct.
5: <laughs> so yeah, yeah, was you were definitely job, closer on that one, Ken. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. I'm just a prolific.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ken was very adamant that he poops a pound a day. <laughs> he was right. <laughs>
4: Uh, so we're we're uh, we're plus thirty. It looks like Team Birthday Squad uh, was not able to give a birthday present to Lydia today. They ended with one hundred and twenty-five. And today's cream of the crop with two hundred and twenty points. Wet, soggy, snowy slippers.
1: On balance, off balance, doesn't matter. I'm better than you are. Yeah. All
5: right. All right. Enough of the board. Good job. Good job, guys.
4: Great game, everyone. Uh, L- Lydia, thank you very much. Um, you know for spending your birthday night with us. I know it wasn't uh, you know a Victoria's birthday, but we hope that you had fun. And is there anyone you'd love to shout out? Any any last words from you before we let you go tonight?
6: Um, yeah, well, thank you for having me. It was a great way to spend a birthday, even though uh, I'm a loser, but that's okay. Got to take the L sometimes. Um, I think, uh, I would just like to shout out my two sisters, Melanie and Elena, cause that's my usual trivia team when bar trivia is the thing again.
4: All right. Well, hello to Melanie and Elena and, uh, uh, Lydia did a great job, so you should be proud of her. So thank you, Lydia, for, for joining us and for also, uh, all that you're doing, uh, to help us fight diseases. Um, Brian, uh, you had a great game that you wrote today for us, uh, had, uh, tacos and I guess poop. Uh, It covered a large spectrum, but uh, any last words from you today?
7: I will say this. I have dabbled in the creation of a podcast from time to time. And what you guys do week in, week out cannot be overstated how much work it takes. And the amount of effort it takes to put out such a quality product is incredible. And I'm just very thankful that you guys keep putting out Quality content, and as long as you put it out, I'm happy to try to contribute a little bit to it. And I just hope other people realize how much effort it takes.
5: Well, thanks for that, Brian. And uh, we do have four of us to break up the work a little mm-hmm. bit, so that helps. But we do appreciate the compliment.
7: Thank you.
4: Yeah, I'd like no to, problem. I'd like to uh, file a motion here to uh, officially designate uh, Brian as our chief complimenter. So thank you. <laughs>
7: well, there there it is. And also, if the I can just shout passed. out my wife and dogs real quick. Yes. Caitlin, Neville, and Bentley. I'll let you guess which are the dogs and which is my wife.
4: <laughs> we will refrain and, and we'll let her uh, <laughs> talk to you about that when she listens. Uh, well, thank Please, you. Uh, thank you, Brian. And thank you, Lydia. Uh, and again, thank you for being Patreon supporters. Uh, you are helping make our show possible. Uh, and as we said, if you'd like to join them, patreon.com trivialitypodcast. We're on social media at trivialitypod uh, for Ken, Jeff, Lydia, Brian, Matt, and myself. My name is Neil, and that was Triviality.
5: Do you guys think it's real, the back tattoo?
6: I do not think
5: it's real. How about you, Brian?
7: Once upon a time, I did. I definitely did once upon a time, and then um, it's just been brought up so many times, I think it's fake now. Okay. But with that being said, like Ben Affleck, he claims his back tats fake, so who knows?